Could, could we pause this this show for a quick second? Um, is there any way you could turn down your mic? I can kind of hear myself talking. Oh shit! Yeah. Or not your mic, your 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 headphones. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry about that. I I can't hear myself anymore. I do apologize. Oh, you go. Okay. I don't. I just find it crazy that that happens sometimes. I don't know. I don't know how these th- these things work. It's nuts. All right. Sorry to unpause. Okay. Sorry. It's a movie toasty show. Here for you, Dennis and Adam joke about orgasms and sweet movie reviews. We'll talk about TV too, right? I, I think so. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah! Hey everybody, welcome to episode 133 of Movie Toast News and Reviews. Adam, how are you doing, man? I can't complain. I gotta apologize to you and the audience. Uh, last episode, uh, we were having some audio issues with my cable, so I got a new uh, cable this week. Hopefully we don't have that issue. All sorted out. Oh, it sounded crisp and clear. It sounded good, man. Uh, I thought you were going to say think, it sounded think like we got Crispin Glover. Chew, or what does he say? Tear, yeah, whatever he says in Willard. Oh man, what a what a classic Willard. There you go. Yeah, was he the villain in Charlie's Angels? Oh, that's a good question. I don't, I don't know that movie too well. It's it's like I've seen bits and pieces of it. I don't think I've ever actually watched all the way through. Fair enough. I I mean, he's a villain. He could be villain in anything. That's true. (laughs) Um, And he he can be a regular guy, but yeah. I don't know. I don't think he's capable of being a regular guy, my friend. Welcome to Crisp Talk, uh, talk, where we talk nonstop about Crispin Glover. Getting crispy on Crispin. I mean, He's we roasted. used to talk Christopher Walken, but now we're going to change our C characters up a bit. There you go. There you go. I can't do a Christopher, uh, I can't do a Crispin Glover impression. It's a toughie, I bet. Although, my boss was in, uh, uh, buddy, buddy of mine I work with, he was in a music video that Crispin Glover was in, where he got to play... Hitler and Crispin Glover, or no, Arlie Ermey gets to punch him in the face. I forget, I forget which. I love but... how you said he got to play like it's an honor to play Hitler. Oh no, he was like supposed to be doing. He was like a set PA or something, and they're like, "Hey, we need you to, we need you in the background. We need you to be in this." We realized we're short someone, and then yeah, he's Dang. some weird original song that Crispin Glover got to do because he was in Willard. I'm guessing that was some part of the deal, but yeah. <laughs> My buddy Cody. Oh boy! He either, I forget which. He either punches Arlie Ermy or Arlie Ermy gets to punch him. I feel but, like Arm Arlie would be the one doing the punches here. Doing the you punching, you'd think. Never know. Never know. Yeah, it was it was weird. I I did watch it. I did watch it once a while back. It's it's a fucking trip. But uh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> you want to talk about trips? We got a good trip this week. I think, man, we got some good stuff to talk about later on. I oh think. yeah, it, it's kind of all over the place. My goodness, I'd, I I'm excited to to share all this crazy range of stuff uh, with you, Adam, and I'm really looking forward to your reviews, dude. Yeah, likewise, likewise, man. I haven't heard some of your stuff as I told you off mic, and um, I haven't. I yeah, I feel no. I've seen one, but I'm looking forward to two reviews from oh. you. Maybe yeah, all the shoot. Okay, but I've Maybe. I've heard one. Maybe. I've done one. We might even reviewed it on like an early prototype episode two years ago. Who knows? But uh, who, who knows? <laughs> we don't. Oh boy, we're just here. And I feel like we're so rusty. We're three minutes in and we haven't even talked shop yet. But it's like, oh, we're we're taking a week off every week now. It, it kind of possibly we got to warm back up into it. Yeah, yeah. no, we got to. We want to. Oh. 
we know you miss us, folks. So we're trying to give it back to you. Yeah, you know, give you give you all the old uh, all the old convo and whatnot. Yeah, you don't hear the other hour and a half before we record, so we we spare you that much at least. Right. There you go. On an extra long movie toast. Want to hear two uh, two two boring white guys complain about their life like it's a struggle? Uh, Then then you (laughs) want to listen to that, but I don't think anybody wants to listen to that. No, no. Yeah. What the fuck with Mark Marin? Tune in every week. Um, Oh man, did I I tell you? Did I, t- I tell you la- the, the the last episode we recorded the night before I saw Mark Marin and uh, who who they were uh, uh, hosting like a couple of weeks later on their marquee? Oh shit! My my old favorite person, Donald Rawlings. I almost sent you a text. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you're all uh, still, your biggest fan. I'm still holding. I'm I'm still holding uh, holding that grudge against that man. I, I know I shouldn't, but I am. <laughs> For those of you who, who are wondering who oh, no. Donald Rawlings is, uh, he's one of the cats over from the uh, Chappelle show. And uh, there's a little brief uh, uh, interaction I may have had with him that uh, I'd like to say uh, he was a little racist, but uh, that's just me. I don't know. Hey, so, uh, I think I think some some drinks were being had. I guess. Uh, so. I mean, when you're watching a sweet, sweet. Uh, well, we're watching sweet, sweet. Uh, Oh, what the fuck was that? Rudy Moore, right? Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was um, <sighs> shit. Which one of his was it? God damn oh, it! Damn it! It was good. It's like I had a great time watching. Damn it! Why can't I? Baby, uh, it doesn't matter when you're watching a fun black exploitation and hosting stuff live. I guess you gotta have fun and drink and uh, yeah. Well, if you want to hear some fun drinking, talking, uh, listen to our episode uh, review of uh, commentary of uh, the Jungle Book. That, uh, that's really fun. Jesus, that was a mistake. Petey Wheatstraw. Yes, Petey Wheatstraw. Petey Wheatstraw. <laughs> the devil's son-in-law. Oh, boy, Petey. What a... Man, that was a good movie. We should review that. That was a good I, movie. <laughs> I really liked that one, actually. That that uh, that kicked ass. It was such a weird concept, and yeah, I kind of liked but, that it just... But they sold it somehow. Yeah. And that's why I want to revive black exploitations because they're so fun. Oh but yeah. Who knows? They try, they fail, they try, they succeed. It's all over the place with those films these days. But Dennis, you know what's always all over the place? Some polls. Polls. Right, music. <sighs> uh, I miss that. I miss that jingle, man. I feel like I, I have our theme song as my uh, my ringtone. I feel like I should make the polls theme song my, my ringtone now. But <laughs> I want to startle people how, with how awesome it is. Polls. Uh, <laughs> polls. <laughs> oh, boy. Wow. You can tell we're, we haven't done this in a bit. Anyway. Oh, man. Uh, it's Just reveling in the moment. You all again. Uh, so last episode, it's so weird saying last episode and not last week, uh, but what else? Previously uh, on Movie Toast. <laughs> I reviewed a Fantastic Beast, The Secrets of Dumbledore. And of course, uh, as you know, there was a shakeup there where they uh, recast a certain uh, 
Grindelwald, uh, who used to be Johnny Depp and uh, was replaced by Mad Mickelson. I the, that former Grindelwald is a little busy this week, as some of you <laughs> may be aware. Oh, yeah, telling some <laughs> stories out there in court. Oof. Oh, man. So I wanted to know who's uh, the audience's favorite version of Grindelwald was out of the two. 75-25, any guesses? 75-25, oh. You know, I would, I have to say, I kind of assume it would be Mads Mikkelsen, just because I like him the With most. With the 75? But... Yeah. I think so. I think so. Let's go with that. That is correct, Dennis. 25% okay. for Mr. Courtroom Johnny Depp. Ah, I see. Love. I figured he's getting a few points back. And then, of course, no, yeah, no, no. Uh... But, I mean, Dennis, I know you haven't seen this this franchise, but I feel like Mads Mikkelsen's really grounded this character. Even the look that he has as the character in the cadence. Uh, I think I even said in the episode he was he was superb, I thought. Nice. Oh, yeah. No, that that man is like just about everything he attaches himself to. I'm like, he brings a presence to the characters that I mean, isn't the same every time either. Mind you, I will. I want to make sure make a point mm -hmm. of saying that he it, he does try to you can tell gives a little something different, I feel to everything. But yeah, there's a there's a presence to this guy. That's that's awesome. And I, I could totally see that. Yeah, man. I mean, he's he's a phenomenal actor. There, there's this movie that I've been wanting to watch for a while. I think it might be on Hulu called Riders of Justice, where I hear like uh, it's it's brutal as shit. But what no. what doesn't he do that's brutal? Right. Um, I think the yeah. the first thing that I really, oh, man, um, the first movie that I really got sucked into of just like what this guy can do with with very little because I'd already seen him in James Bond at that point. But I hadn't seen I, what I feel is like the extent or, you know, the, mm. a good a good representation of what its abilities are. It's that um, oh, that Viking movie. Wow, damn it. Why can't I think of? I'm not a big Viking fan, so I, I can tell you, which is uh, ironic because there may be a Viking movie talked about today. Valhalla Rising. Oh, that that, that film. I would highly recommend that one. He's like he barely says a word. Um. Hmm that whole movie he's got one eye it, it's it's like they're coming to the new they're coming to the new world and that they think they're going to somewhere else uh it's no it's no. it's a it kicks ass it's it's a little heady it's a little out there and it's it's they play with color a lot um hmm. yeah no i highly recommend that one i might have to nice. movie toast that sometime but or you should i highly recommend you do sometime too yeah. that'd be a fun tag team fair enough fair enough uh, speaking of uh, me reviewing, last week I reviewed Sonic the Hedgehog 2, uh, and it got my, my brain brewing, wanting to know what the uh, Toasties out there, who they preferred to play in the Sonic the Hedgehog games out of Sonic, Tails, or Knuckles. Oh. And so the options were those three, and then uh, I threw in the curveball of uh, I'd rather play Mario games. Oh, burn. Yeah. Burn on it's you, a... Sega. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Well, I have to say there's uh, a certain, it, when, I, when I'd pick up, the, you know, when you're, depending on what, obviously, Sonic game you were playing. Yeah. Say I was at a buddy's house and the option of Knuckles came up. I always tried to play as Knuckles, but it's like, mm, I mean, in reality, I mean, 
you're, you're stuck at Sonic most most of the time. I, yeah, and, like what? And I'm yeah. I'm with you. Knuckles is cool looking. He's a badass. But for me, I'm all I'm always a sucker for the sidekick. I I, I would try Tails as much Tails? as I can. Yeah. And and of course, uh, Luigi's my favorite in the Nintendo. So it's like oh, of course. I think it's like default. Like if you're playing two player with a sibling, it's like oh, you're the younger one. You're you're playing that sidekick, and you're yeah, getting, I don't yep. know, it stays you're with getting me. player two. Yeah, that's right. Is it? Um, you know, Luigi's my favorite in uh, Mario versus Rabbids. He kicks ass. Huh. He's a killer sniper in that one. I still um, have not played that. <laughs> I hear good things. <laughs> oh, you, you'll hear more from me. That's for sure. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, so, okay. So what, what? What they got? What the folks say? Uh, so zero percent for I'd rather play Mario games, which I thought there'd be at least one. Twenty percent for your your main man Knuckles. Ooh, and a 40 right. split for Sonic and Tails. I thought for sure it was going to lean one way or the other. Like, I thought someone I was going to take the lead. Interesting. Look at that. The classic yeah. duo split the split right down the middle. I like that. I like that. That's a good. Yeah. That's a very even distribution, actually. I, I think so. You can't go wrong with that. Nice. Um, nice. Yeah. So depending when you're listening to the show, uh, tomorrow is, uh, is a big release. Dennis, uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Yes. And uh, I, I don't know, as of recording, we're a couple of days out, but uh, have you seen the, the this leaked video or some, some rumors out there about uh, a certain Reed Richards uh, appearing in there? No. Uh, by fan favorite John Krasinski. Oh, yeah. no. Damn. So there, there's a leaked, a leaked video of like, uh, alternative version of Cap and uh, some other peeps, but uh, you, you see clearly uh, Krasansi as a uh, good old uh, Doctor Reed Fantastic. Richards. Huh? All right. Yes, and uh, a lot of people are losing their shit on Twitter because of this. Uh, uh, so I wanted to know if people thought uh, if they thought this was a real leaked video or if it was like a kind of deep faked or faked video. Uh, the options were yes, maybe no, and there's a leaked video. Yeah, yeah, that's which is where I'm coming from. I would, <laughs> I yeah, had, I yeah. had not picked up on that yet. Which man, no, that's, that's well, yeah. okay. You're, you're, uh, you're not alone here, Dennis. Eight percent say there's a leaked video. Eight <laughs> percent say no. Eight uh, percent say maybe. Um, and seventy-seven percent say yes, it's real. I, I did leave that off. Uh, I, 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 the question was if they think it's real or not. So. A lot of people are pulling for its rail. Uh, I mean, it'd be cool. I know he's a fan favorite. People have been wanting that for a while. But that's a big. That'd be a big get, though. And then what's yeah. that's going to tie up uh, Krasinski? Because once you get locked mm-hmm. into that fucking Marvel universe, man, they they'll keep I mean, coming back if the fans like you. I mean, yeah. we just uh, re- recently last week uh, got word that uh, Spider Man, uh, the the current Spider Man director. Uh, has like left the uh, Fantastic Four world. He was going to direct that, but uh, he stepped away. So, I mean, if Krasinski was playing Reed Richards, I mean, leave an open door for him to direct. I don't know. Oof, that would be interesting. Man, could you imagine directing a, a title that big as well as starring in a Marvel-level, like, Disney-backed? Yeah. Oh, shit. That's a big something. Has something, has something on that scale been done before where you're like also one of the stars as well as directing? Uh, yeah, I mean, not one of the stars, but co star, our, our, our matriarch, patriarch of uh, the MCU, Favs. He played the sidekick in Iron Man. 
Okay, but okay, I can understand. He's not a main character, but he was in a fair amount of some of the later yeah. movies. Although he wasn't directing those. No, he, he did the the, the the first and second Iron Man. Yeah, so yes, he, he was more just uh, popping up here and there. A few jokes. No, no, I think but... got into a one brawl. Right in the second mm. one, maybe the first. Probably, I, 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 I try to forget that second one. But <laughs> it sounds like it could have happened. I, I don't know, man. I was kind of hoping they bring back my main man, Chris Evans, as a uh, as, as one of the the fucking Johnny Storms. Oh, I know man. we're talking about Reed Richards, but I mean, wouldn't that be, be fun funny. seeing him as well, two hey, characters in that multiverse? World? Right? Yeah. Who's to yeah. say it couldn't be? Yeah. Like you could actually just bring. True. You could just use that same actor and just say, "Fuck it," it's mm-hmm. just multiverse <laughs> yeah different dimension oh man I, i'm so ecstatic for our next episode to talk about this movie like there's 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 rumors that there's like bigger surprises and cameos than in fucking in moments than in in endgame but i i don't know how you can just top that i i, I just can't see it i try yeah i don't want to eat up too much of the hype because i just want to enjoy a doctor strange movie like at, yeah. at the end of the day this is what we're getting i just hope they worried about that first Let's not try to, it's like, I I don't want to get too caught up in all of that stuff before just Mm -hmm. enjoying the movie that's delivered in front of us. And And I'm hoping that they paid attention to that fact too. Like, and let's also say, uh, we're getting fucking Sam Raimi doing it. So that should be, yeah, exactly. I, I, I'm, I don't think we'll be disappointed, but you know, you never know. You never know. You never know. I, I, the hopes are up though. Hopes way Mm -hmm. up there. Oh yeah, oh man! I gotta rewatch that first one again. I I, I keep saying I'm gonna do it, but I haven't seen it since it hit theaters. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I mean, we all know what happened with Doc, so I don't know. I I think we've had enough enough time talking about this, but hopefully in two weeks we'll be talking about it for reals. Oh yes, um, and then oh uh, yeah, before we get into reviews, I'm just throw out there we we were gonna get to uh, some Moon Knight. Uh, afterwards, mm. but since there's only one episode left, we just kind of want to wrap the whole thing up. We'll we'll do that in the next episode, and we're just going to run back through the whole series, highlight some of our favorite moments, and then give our final slice review of the whole run of the series, and then we're going to see, uh, hopefully, speculate a little bit about where we could be going in the next phases of the Marvel Universe, how we could be using this character, what may happen, mm-hmm. our, our favorite uh, Moon Knight here. Um yeah, I mean, sure. I'm to cover that one. Well, we'll see what yeah, spe- our opinions are. Speak, speaking of MCU, I guess we'll stay there for a little bit. Uh, did you see that they've uh, swapped the Marvel's release date with the uh, Ant-Man Quantum Mania? No. Yeah, yeah they That's did a, that. Apparently. Okay. Weird move. Yeah. yeah, they've only been talking about the Marvel. Like, I feel like I've heard more shit about the Marvel's coming out than anything and it's like yeah oh that's a and i feel like you want to do that while you're striking the iron you got maria rambo in there the word is right? she might be a captain marvel in doctor strange multiverse madness and you got of course uh uh miss marvel she's getting her own mcu show this year so it's yep. like why not strike while the iron's hot but who knows i don't know yeah i don't and, know uh, i think sony's got the right idea let's make a movie about a brand new spider-man character that no one's fucking heard of that i had to google <laughs> And find out he's like oh. in maybe two story arcs ever. Yeah. Yeah. What the what hell? Weird. What the hell? There's what the so hell is many. Name again? Good... I don't fucking remember. He's a like a luchador, but for some reason he's kicking Spider Man's ass. I don't know. And it sounds kind of cool, though. I'm not going to lie. I like luchadors. They're pretty bad. I mean, the, the visuals are cool. But... Like the, the imagery I've seen of the character looks cool, but like, what's his deal, though? I don't. 
Why there's so true. many other villains that are way more fascinating that have had a much bigger impact in the Spider-Man world. Yet mm-hmm. this is going to be our next chapter of the Sinister well, Six, or well, 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 no, no. I mean, technically speaking, Dennis, we do. Uh, we 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 are in 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 production on Craven the Hunter right now. That uh, would be badass. Gearing up. They're opening up offices for Miss Mar, uh, uh, Madam fucking, Web. Uh, Madam Web, uh, and then we got Luchador Man. Yeah, and they announced at CinemaCon last week, to no one's surprise, we're getting Venom three. Of course, so, yeah, we're getting a lot of this stuff that nobody's asking for. But That's good. boy, I'll watch him. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, I mean oh, it's Spider Man. I gotta, I gotta figure out how are we gonna. How are we gonna get here? Because you know this is all this all has to lead up to them meeting Spider-Man. Otherwise, mm-hmm. what is the fucking point of bringing all these Spider-Man villains together? And then it's like, so who is it gonna be? How is it? How on paper is that gonna work? Are we gonna mm-hmm. actually play nice and try to blend our worlds together a little better than we have been? Although technically on paper, yes, they are in the same place. It's still messy as hell. There's still oh, weird yeah. details that you, they splatter all over the place that aren't like seem very out of place. But anyways, do you remember back when when there was grand plans before uh, Spidey joined the MCU that they were going to give fucking Aunt May her own like spy movie? Oh that, dear that God! Been interesting. I mean, yeah. And, I mean, if, if they would have stuck with the, yeah. I don't know. I'd not heard that, but I'm like, what the fuck would that even be? <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. And, uh, uh, did Did you also hear the news? The sad news um, that they pushed across the Spider Verse uh, Spider Verse Part One to next year, opposed to this year. Yeah, uh, that's a bummer. And I'm like, what yeah. the hell? Do you think they just decided on paper it wasn't going to be as I don't feasible? Know. It's a weird choice. Financially, you're not going to make as much money if it's now running up against. Thor or anything else that's within a month of any of those movies because it's like that movies may still be in yeah. theaters you know like you don't even want to be running up against another Marvel at that point if you know you well, I mean it's odd I, but I mean I guess it makes sense because the following year we're gonna get Spider-Man beyond the Spider-Verse so I guess maybe they're like why put a gap between I don't know it's so weird. well you know they're gonna bump that one back now too that's there's no way that yeah well, I mean, they just within the year they, uh, well, I mean, 23, 24. I mean, possibly. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Towards the beginning of 23, maybe mid to end of 24. I That I can yeah. see. But ha- have you have you watched the trailer for uh, Thor Love and Thunder yet? Not yet. Not yet. Uh, I don't know. I have mixed feelings. It just doesn't look. I don't know. I mean, I know it's going to be phenomenal, but apparently Thor is becoming a Ravager. Ra- Ravager? Ravager? Ravager. Yeah. One of those Guardians guys. Yeah. Yep. And and just giving it up, but seeing Jane Foster as the Thor is pretty cool. Lady Thor, yeah. 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 Which is like, I, and what's but, funny, it's I I've seen things online of people just talking out their ass about how like, oh, we got to make her a girl. Now. It's like, actually, assholes in the comics, Thor's been a lady for a while. It's for years. Yeah. In fact, this has been a thing. It's mm-hmm. not recent. This is not a new concept. Shut your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> And who doesn't want to see Natalie Portman back? Oh, come on, I want to see her kick, it. I want to kick some ass, too. And I, I'm hoping we're getting a little more uh, Darcy action in there. Bring, bring <laughs> back our uh, 
our scene stealer from fucking WandaVision. Yeah, I know, right? It's like, it's yeah. funny. She seems to be hit and miss. It's like Thor 2. No, don't need her. You know, like we just kind of mm-hmm. just disappears. But then, oh, wait, people missed her. Oh, no, we guess we better bring her back. Yeah, don't worry, uh, folks. And I love how was 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 it Age of Ultron where like Thor and Banner were talking and and she's like, oh, she's busy doing this or that, and it's like ah, so lazy. Oh, exactly. Yep. It's like oh, the the fans are gonna want to know where she is right now. Oh, there you go. Da da da. Oh, here I am. And uh, which Avengers movie where we get the one clip of her of uh yeah carrying yeah. a box or something. Oh, man. I need you to stay away. Okay. <laughs> I respect it. Um, yeah, but I can't believe that's coming out in July. I thought that was like a November release. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's funny. It's like it's always just felt like this far off thing. And I'm like, well, I guess, yeah, we are getting closer to <laughs> the goddamn movie. But finally it's so moved. crazy. Like, like we're already at, 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 at Doctor Strange. And then a couple of months we're getting it's like, wow, side blinding. Dude, years flying by, dude. Seems, still seems like it yeah, just started, true. but we're almost halfway through it, really. Yeah, that's crazy to think. God, I'm trying not to think too hard about it. I don't know. Uh. <laughs> well, you you want to want to think about the fact that I kicked your ass in trivia last time we uh, met? That's a fun yeah. time. I'm coming for that spot, Dennis. I know no you're holding off. The the kid gloves are off. I'm I'm slapping you. I'm I'm giving you giving you the old duel. Ugh. I don't I don't like the, it. The velvet glove. I don't like it. Oh, vel- oh at least it's velvet. Yeah, it's soft. Can't go, yeah. can't go for the uh, uh, Robin Hood. Can pick up the gauntlet yeah. off the <laughs> off the suit of armor on the wall. Just backhand. <laughs> oh, Carrie Elwes. Boy, what a guy! What a guy! Man in tights, right well, there, Dennis. <laughs> I, I used to love that movie so much. I heard from uh, from people that worked with them on previous jobs. Apparently, he he likes to get to know like as many people on the crew as he can. And like, then he buys them all like a sweet, like a uh, wrapped gift. Rap oh gift. shit. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I'm dang. I know a uh, valid background on a show, uh, a show that never made it to air that he was on once and said he was just huh. the coolest. And he came around, and introduced himself to every single person. and was like, made a point to talk to everyone. I was like, that's badass. Yeah. Why can't everyone be like that? Right. Yeah. So, so jaded. Exactly. Mm, yeah. Well, sir, you are only just two matches behind at fourteen to sixteen. Um, I I do have the lead though, although you won last time. Mm. So, what yeah, category, sir? Actually, you know what? Hit us with that jingle, jangle. There we go. Yeah, I'm thinking of that that jingle jangle song from one of those claymation ba- Raskin and Banks Christmas movies. Jingle jangle. Oh man, fantastic song. <laughs> anyway, anyways, um, I'll take a comedy cartoon, please. Uh, or is it what? What, are the, what do we call it? A comedy animation. Comedy yeah, animation. I'll take one of those. What royal is Frank Drebin trying to save from assassination in the naked gun? Oh, God, I have no clue. It's been so long, honestly. What's Leslie up to? Oh, man. 
Well, I'll tell you, he's uh, he's marrying um, Dorothy over on uh, Golden Girls and taking <laughs> her away from the series. But what is he doing in this film? <sighs> I think I've re-added this to my queue. It's been a while, but I'm just buying time. I'm going to say uh, the Queen of England. I don't know. I got nothing. The Prime Minister of Canada. But I'm going to go with the Queen of England. I mean, I'll, I'll buy it. Uh, Queen Elizabeth II. Yeah, there you go. All right, thank you. Ding, ding. You didn't have to give it to me, but I'll take it. I think it's close enough. I think it's fair. <laughs> hey, we know who you're talking yeah. about there. I don't always have the names down, so. Not like it's a different yeah, queen. It's only fucking it. 20 years ago. It is the same lady. I just said I'll be, a, I just said I'll be the stiffler for it. I meant stickler. Oh, you could be a stiffler. You could be a, be a, a stiffler for Queen Elizabeth. I don't know what that is, but. I mean, Go for she, it. she is a MILF, man. Bam! Oh, boy. <laughs> what, what would you like, man? Um, you know what? Why don't you give me one of the same? I'll take a comedy animation as well. Ooh, classic film right here, Dennis. What Will Ferrell movie is about three men who start a fraternity to relive their college years? Old school. If you said old boy, I'd say incorrect, <laughs> but you said the right one this time. Oh. Congrats. Thank you, sir. Thank All you, right. sir. I shall take Any it. Anytime. Ring ring the bell, sir. Ring it loud and proud. Uh, I'll take uh, Horace F5. Oh, all right. Let's jump to the bottom of the card there. Yeah. Start oh, from the top. God. To the bottom. And we're here. Um, this, there's, this is not a trick question, although it's going to sound like it a little bit. False. <laughs> Correct. Um, who plays the Martian in The Martian? Um, I'm gonna go with the one and only Matt Damon. You got it. Give him the ding because point. he's on a for, he's on a, he's on a foreign land, so he is a Martian. He is. He's an alien, actually, mm-hmm. an alien land. What a movie! I like that. That was, was a good. good movie. I did like it too. Wasn't Don, Donald Glover was in that? I believe for a brief stint. Oh man, I don't remember that at all. I have to go. Re- I I don't doubt it. Somewhere in the <laughs> obviously not up there. But uh, no, no, he was one of the guys on the, on the ground. Yeah, a smart guy. Smart dude. Anywho, what would you like? Um, let's, let's try to play this uh, action adventure, please. Let's do it, Dennis. I wouldn't be shocked if you reviewed this film or if we talked about it at some point. But who plays Secret Service agent Frank Horrigan in The Line of Fire? Ah, Clint Eastwood. That is correct. There you go. Man, right. there's another one. It's like, I know I've seen it, like, I know I've seen it as a child, but it's been so long, I really don't remember much of the movie. Hmm. Fair enough. I've never seen it. Um, I'll take an action adventure, too, please. Sweet. This could be my oh, downfall. Hey. I think Hey-o. I think we saw this together, actually. <laughs> Who plays James Bond in Quantum of Solace? Oh, boy. So many Bonds. We did. That was an epic night. That it was. A lot of cars, a lot of people not wanting to ride with a certain person. But I'm going to go with DC, Daniel Craig. Craigers. You got him. What's your number? What's your name? What's your number? What's your name? Are you going to eat that? I'm riding with Dennis. That was the best response. Uh, Oh, boy. Good night. Good night. You got the most silent person ready to jump on the truck. And we were just chatting it up the whole fucking way there and back. I could not believe it. 
and and never spoke that much again. So it's unfortunate. Oh boy. Oh, and what a, what a not so great movie out of a great franchise. It was kind of yeah. It, dra- it it drags. It, it the middle takes a long time just to kind of like watch him lose. Mm. <laughs> yeah. But what are you going to do with JB? James Bond, what are you going to do? J-Bo. Well, <laughs> I think I'm going to do a drama musical question. If you got one, Andy. Well, I think we should sound the, bomb, sound the bomb, sound the alarm right away, man, because where is Chinatown set? New York, Los Angeles, or San Francisco? It even gives the options. Wow. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Los Angeles. It's about the water. That is... Water. That is correct. The water's everywhere, like water world. Call, uh, call up those uh, water guys. <laughs> the water. Um, guy. I, is it Kevin? 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 Uh, uh, who the fuck is in the water world? Kevin? Oh, uh, Kevin Costner. Uh, yeah. Costner. I couldn't think of the cost. Jesus, that's sad. I'll, uh, I'll also take a drama musical. All right, drama musical. <laughs> after taking oh, fuck you. oh no no it's like this is interesting because this is going to test your knowledge of a very specific production company i don't get the knowledge dude and you just may you just may it's in your wheelhouse all right your drama musical question sir after taking three years to complete what 1937 movie was dubbed disney's folly disney's folly 1937. No what the fuck folly meant. Is that like their first film? Is it a film that's uh, a fall from grace? I kind of want to like Google the word folly right now. Wow. That'll. Um. Well. Well. Part of me wanted to say "Song of the South," but okay. I feel like that's not right. Yeah, fo- um, a folly is a failure. It's a whoopsie. It's a whoopsie daisy. Okay, all right. I like that. 37, feature film, Disney. Yep. Uh, maybe I do stick with Song of the South, but I feel like that's... Mm. You know, I'm going to stick with F- Song of the South, Dennis. Uh, I, I, I guess you are going to sweep this week. Oh, man, no. You were, you were onto something when you were talking about Disney's first film, Disney's first feature-length film released in 1937 was Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. It took so long to See, make, and it was that. an incredible amount of production. They thought there's no way this thing is going to, like, make Jesus. it. But it ended up being one of the, what, the most successful animated in color with sound. Like, it was all of these things together yeah. in, one, in one film that it just kind of blew people's minds. Damn. Um, that was going to be one of my guesses. Oh, but, you man. know, I didn't guess it, so fuck me. Well, Dennis, here's your chance to sweep uh, into first place. I know you got this in you. We've even talked about this movie briefly earlier off mic. Oh, uh, if, if we're going with the horror, uh, let's, sci-fi, let's do it. it you know, it's you know, it's my favorite category. Okay, what's the name of the clown in the movie? It Pennywise, Krusty, or Bob? <laughs> I love that. There's multiple choices here. Pennywise, although the easiest Bob one. or Krusty would be a great name for this horror movie clown. Have we ever had Bob the Clown? I, Bob, yeah, I know Sideshow Bob. 
Yeah, I'm like, is that they're just going off Simpsons oh. references there? Are there any aliens named Bob and killer clowns from outer space? Or maybe, man, maybe. Huh. Congratulations, sir! You just got that bell one way from the big win. All right, you can catch All up. Right, but uh, don't, don't, don't belittle me. I'm gonna go with the comedy animation, please. Oh. This oh man okay now you you, Snow White you got this in the seven dwarfs. In what comedy is a fashion model brainwashed to kill the prime minister of Malaysia? Malaysia, uh, that's gonna be a Derek Zoolander's film, Zoolander. What is this? A bell for ants that you're ringing? Give him the points. That's <laughs> it, Zoolander. What 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 is what what is the uh, the school? Uh, Derek Zoolander's school for kids who don't know how to read good. Kids that don't know how to read too good, or yeah, it's like improper English built right into the title. That's like uh, already proving the point. You shouldn't you know, ever go. A to lot this. of people say that the sequel wasn't good, but I I enjoyed the sequel very much. Ever watched? I thought it's funny. That I thought funny. you told me you didn't like this sequel. <laughs> And I never saw it because of that. Okay. Well, maybe I'm misremembering that. Uh, oh, maybe I'm misremembering it. He actually hated it. It's just uh, like, ow. Wasn't it great? I think our, <laughs> I think our main man, Jack Bauer, was in it for a scene or two. He was a part of an orgy that uh, Hansel was off oh, with for a on. while. He just needed a little more time. Yeah. Well, wait. yeah. I need a little more 24 time. more. Wow. <laughs> All right, Dennis, how are you going to wrap this one up and uh, um, defeat me? Let's see if we can do it with an action-adventure. I am so happy um, that it wasn't one of these other two that I knew you would have gotten, but um, I feel like you got this one. Sylvester Stallone's character, Marion Coberti, is better known by what name? Oh, uh, 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 I I almost just want to throw out Demolition Man, uh, Rocky Balboa. No, no, it's Demolition Man. (laughs) Demolition Man. That is incorrect. Damn. Welcome to the loser circle with me right now. Uh, it's actually Cobra, but you're still ahead here. Oh, fuck. I, uh, I knew it was, like was going to be one of the action-y ones, but uh, action like he does anything hmm. different. So are we tied oh, now at this point? Four to four? We are. We are. Oh, thank goodness. Well, I'm going to go for Horsafire. Horsafire. Have I asked you Horsifies already? I feel like I have. Yeah. If, if you got to go to another card, I will ask you something else. All right, um, I'll go for. Uh, have I asked you action adventures yet? Oh no, I got. It's like I got a horror sci-fi question. If you want it, right in front of me. Yeah, but I don't want to. I don't want to make you change. Oh, I'm not. No, I. No, I'm saying I have. That it. takes ten. I times. have it. I. I, oh, I think I misspoke. Oh, okay. The fact that you want me to answer this shitty question so hard means I should go the other way, but I'll bite the I mean, bait. No. I'll go for the Horacephi. Mean, I think you might have asked me this, but I don't quite remember. I know we've some, talked like, about like this. Like Yu-Gi-Oh, the heart of the card, I have Yeah, this. you do. What is the name of the hotel in The Shining? Oh, son of a bitch. Yeah, it's like, I'm quite sure you've asked me this, but it's like, there's a test of your, your memory here. 
It's funny because I, I I was joking around saying son of a bitch, but um, for a second I actually forgot that it was called the Overlook. Oh, Hotel. okay, thank God. Well, Adam, you just took trivia this week. You're fucking catching up. You're digging uh, yourself out of the hole. It's fifteen to sixteen I'm now, buddy. If you're, if you're throwing the game here, Dennis. No, that's it. That was it. I have to. I made my little mark on the question. Never gonna ask it again. I was. I make a little. I put little All dots right. next to each of the questions on my cards here. So, can 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 I just say? Um, if you ask the comedy animation or the horror sci-fi, you definitely want to have this week's game. Hey, man, it's always next week. Uh, hey, yeah, for me to tie all the fucking money up. That's with right. The, what money? I don't know. The, the Speaking of which, I owe you money for for sending out the golden toaster. That's oh, no. right, folks. If you want to win a golden toaster, please go to filmfreeway.com backslash movie toast the festival and submit your short film to our second annual online film festival. Keep in mind, folks, that is a short film, not a feature film. It's a short film festival. That is true. I just want to highlight that. I think some people are getting a little over-eager. We get a a couple once in a while. It's like, I'm I'm sorry. We're we're not going to show it. And I feel bad. And I feel bad being like, reject it, not accept it, and they put their hard work and money, but it's like, read, read, listen. Short short film. Short, short, short film. And uh, if you're wondering, hey, um, uh, where do people answer those polls questions? Uh, Dennis, where can they answer the polls if they want to be a part of the oh, polls? Oh, you, uh, you can hit us up over at the Twitter, the, the tweets themselves. Get up in those polls. Participate, please. Every once in a while, yeah, there might be something that falls over on Instagram as well. But if you want to be a part of the poll mm-hmm. action, you want your opinion heard, hit us up on Twitter. Yes. Movie underscore toast. You'll see us there. Tweeting often, getting well. Adam, hey. It's Adam. You're you're hearing Adam, but yeah. all of that movie toast knowledge, uh. keeping you up to date, <laughs> having fun with you. Yeah, make sure you stay on top of when we our new episodes drop, when we got things coming up, as well as the uh, mm. uh, the dates for the festival as they approach. Uh, check us out over on Twitter. That's true. I don't know why I wanted to do those uh, shout outs right now because I, I, oh, because I owe you money for shipping the golden toaster to France and for the golden toaster spray paint and, and for the toaster. So uh, we got to talk off mic about that. that. Was, yeah, we can, we can settle that out later. Yeah. No biggie. All right. So uh, Dennis, I believe you have our first review of the, uh, I episode. think I do. This one's going to dip a little bit back as you folks know, I do like to kind of revisit some classics or, uh, find some things that I, I know were missed that a lot of people are fans of, and that's exactly what I aimed for this week. Um, I watched 1982's Tootsie. Let me tell you about my client, Michael Dorsey. He was a fine actor, maybe a great actor, but for every role he wanted, there was a reason why he wasn't right. Sorry, you're too tall. I can be shorter. Nah, can't use you. Too short. Oh, I can be taller. Too moody. Next. Too old. Too stubborn. You're too much trouble. Too tough. Too temperamental. Too pushy. Too difficult. Michael, no one will hire you. Just watch me. Boy, did he show us. He auditioned for the female lead on a soap opera and became the hottest new actress in America. And you know what? No one knows his new identity, not even the girl he's madly in love with. Soon everyone will know that she's Dustin Hoffman and he's Tootsie.
That's right, folks. This is the Dustin Hoffman classic telling the story of Michael Dorsey, a down-in-his-luck actor that just can't seem to book a gig. Although, of course, we're we're the opening of this scene. It just it just is laughable. The opening scenes are like intercutting between him getting rejected at, at uh, auditions and getting fired off of uh, plays, and then cutting to him teaching acting at night to his students. And I just I love the irony here of the uh, the the acting teacher that can't book a gig because he's just they're just beneath him. <laughs> um, Film also features uh, Jessica Lange, Terry Garr, uh, Dabney Coleman, Bill Murray, Sidney Pollack. There's a, a it's like actually there's, there's quite a few faces in this one. Gina Davis, uh, a lot of other TV faces too. Uh, Lynn Thick. Killer's Row. Yeah, um, I don't know if you were fans of. I think she, I believe she was on. Uh, Where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? The the kids like game show back in the day. Um, all sorts of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, if they don't know the where where in the world Carmen San Diego is, they they go fuck themselves. <laughs> Anywho, so we're we're, we're 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 getting to know this down in his luck actor. He's living in New York. Can't can't book a job. Um, he's got a he's got a friend who's she's up for this part on this uh, soap opera, and they, he takes her to the audition because he helped her get into the headspace. And she's like, "Oh, please come with me to you know help me kind of prepare." And we get there, and he's just like, "Look at all these hacks! So like, they're they're terrible. You're gonna you're gonna get this no problem." And she's heartbroken, of course. She's crushed. She didn't get the role, and it's just like, "Shit, I could get this. Wait, I could get that." You know, so you just see the whole line of uh, reasoning just is very very simple and rolls down the line. So of course he goes, he gets some uh, makeup and uh, wardrobe from uh, Playhouse, and he dresses himself up like this this lady. And he's going to go audition for the role. And of course, he gets it. He's so talented. He actually gets the part. Now he has to live this like double life where he is both himself, Michael Dorsey, and his, this, this lady, Dorothy Michaels, which uh, hilariously is, just sounds like his name reversed, which is the point. Um, there's a lot of fun comedy moments, but then there's a lot of weird things that are just kind of like, oh, this is kind of... Strange. Why are we still sitting in this scene watching this play out? Uh, every scene that Bill Murray's in, he steals it. Like, it's, it's hilarious. He does very little. It's very subtle, but it's so much funnier than I think anyone else. Uh, he was, my, honestly, my favorite character in the movie, even though he's not in it very much. Um, Dustin Hoffman's character, though, Michael Dorsey's kind of a tool bag. This guy's kind of playing with a lot of other people's emotions, and it's Actually, uh, what I was getting to before, as we were coming into the show, what I've noticed is it hits a lot of similar beats as Miss Sapphire. He's sacrificing his own personal life, even though this is what he's trying to improve. Yet that that is the side; it's the other personality that is actually gaining the fame, so to speak, getting gaining the love and adoration of those he's trying to essentially get closer to. Which is there's the love interest on the show that he starts to fall for, but he only knows her as the her co-star not uh, as him himself. Um, so, of course, we get this weird love triangle with the actress he was helping. He's falling in love with his co-star, even though she doesn't like her back. And then we got an awkward moment where, like, we got to make it weird that he uh, Jessica Lange discovers that Dustin Hoffman's into her, but she's got to be all, oh, but I'm not a lesbian. And then we got to, they make it this kind of really awkward moment that I don't think, I mean, I guess it's 1982, was not handled very well, but um, 
at the end of the day, it, it felt slow. Um, I We recognized a lot of faces. There was some very funny scenes. But really, it's a guy fighting for women's rights? Why does the guy have to do this? I don't know. She, he's the one that's like has ends up standing up for all the women on the set, and it takes a man to do it. I, that part to me is just like, oh, okay, this is, seems kind of <laughs> fucking backwards. But um, oh, that wouldn't be that way anymore. We we we'd correct that these. Yeah, days. and it, it, what's what's funny is like I honestly think Mrs. Doubtfire is just a better version of this movie. It's it's a good. 20 minutes shorter i think it's a lot more concise it is a lot more emotional i feel for all of the characters in that film i mean you really look at you even uh uh oh my god i almost said daniel craig uh <laughs> james bond over there who's uh, um stewart moving in uh, on the family he's not that bad a guy pierce yeah pierce present his character he's you know he's a little toolish he says some shitty things uh about the you know the ex-husband but that's kind of it. He doesn't really do anything bad. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's 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 interesting. Uh, I don't regret watching it at all. It was it's was, it was good to kind of finally get in on the joke, so to speak, catch up to all the references and stuff. But it wasn't like life changing for me. Um, I believe I checked this one out over on Amazon Prime, and uh, about two hours long. It just like I said, it kind of drug. Although it's funny, you kind of beat the horse dead, and I think you kind of missed the mark. And at least by today's standards, it's not something that would. Not, not only it's not, it's not like it's in bad taste. It's just like hmm, it didn't age well. I didn't really get that into it, so I'm going to give Tootsie two slices of toast. It's not a terrible movie. It's not the greatest thing I've ever seen. I don't really now that I've seen all these references and things. I'm kind of like, all right, I guess I get it now. Now I can cross it off the list. But uh, yeah, that's that, that's my Tootsie review. <laughs> huh, interesting. I, you know, I, I've never seen it, and I, I honestly didn't even know that that's what it was why. about. I didn't know. I, I didn't know all of yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. So that and remember we were saying earlier, it's weird. All the you see all the uh, the the posters and the the movie covers are always like mm-hmm. she's in the dress standing in front of the American flag. So that's like after the character on the soap opera gets really famous. Because she speaks her mind and uh. says what she wants. And people start writing all these fan letters in. So they do this, the the studio or the network does a big uh, promo photo shoot with her. And that's one of the pictures they take in this montage scene to a song written about Tootsie Rolls. That's about her. It was really, it's really <laughs> strange. It's really wow. strange. Wow. Yeah. I honestly thought it was like another version of like Normal Ray. I don't know why. I thought it was a political thing. I, I don't okay. know what the fuck I thought. Huh. Yeah, way off. Way off, I'll tell you. But Dennis, you know what I'm not way off about? My next review. A film that I saw when I was a mere oh. child that stuck with me and I had quite a fondness for. One of our favorite Canadian actors, I'd like to think, starring as two characters in quite the film. I'm talking Austin Powers' International Man of Mystery. In 1967, an international secret agent was cryogenically frozen in case the world ever required his services again. Now, evil is threatening the Earth, and the time has come to bring him back into the 90s. (laughs) 
Allow myself to introduce myself. Danger Powers, personal effects. Actually, my name is Austin Powers. Danger's my middle name. I'm going to need you to sign these release forms. OK, name. Sex? Yes, please. In his time, he was the coolest secret agent alive. Unfortunately... It's freedom, baby, yeah! This is not his time. He's a swinger in a square world. A lot's changed since 1967. Bring on the sexy stews, man! Yeah! We're called flight attendants now. And he's a stranger in a strange land. This is my mother, Mrs. Exposition. Lovely. Austin! What have you done? That's not your mother, it's a man, baby! Why won't this wig come off? Ow! That really hurt! Who throws a shoe? Honestly. Mike Myers. Yeah, baby! Yeah! Elizabeth Hurley. Don't forget these. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Austin Powers. <laughs> International man of mystery. Oh, I don't need to have fun, Austin. That's you in a nutshell. No, this is me in a nutshell. Help, I'm in a <laughs> nutshell. <laughs> That's right, Dennis. The original Austin Powers film. Um... <laughs> So Classic. if you don't know it, what the fuck's up? What, what's wrong with you? Um, it's it's about a uh, British spy who is cryogenically frozen uh, and, uh, after his nemesis, Dr. Evil, uh, cryogenically freezes himself and flies up to space, only to be thawed out in the 90s, like many, many years after he is frozen, when, when Dr. Evil returns to take over the world and someone has to stop him and Austin has to... Um, pretty much assimilate to what's happened over the years and go from being a swinging 60s style guy to a one man, one woman kind of guy who is uh, following the right path and uh, a lot of a lot of cheesy jokes, a lot of a lot of <laughs> winks to the camera. But what, what really what really stuck out here is the fact that this is, of course, a uh, James Bond spoof, and it, it, they capture it so well, like with the villains and, and the style. Sorry, you go ahead. Oh shit! I did. That was audible. Fuck! Oh, I was no, like, I was going to say something. I feel bad. You were saying what? Um, I th I I think it's almost a disservice to not mention mm -hmm. our main flint yes, yes. as well. It is. Which, I think that's in fact they reference the, the movie within yeah. the film. Yeah, they, they yeah. see him watching it on his honeymoon. Yeah. Um, yep. Yep. It's because that's even more. I think it's even closer to home because mm -hmm. it is that, like you said, the flower power swinging sixties yep. style that uh flint embodies mm -hmm. in those films yeah those are funny too i still but never watch them it's now. sad but um it's like uh, it's this movie still holds up perfectly to me like all the little nods and, oh, oh, and yes. cameos and like awesome. uh just lines and it's like uh yeah I, I i was thinking i'm like this this also follows like the the shrek uh 
a problem. Like the first one's a parody of something and it's done perfectly. And then they slowly start changing and, and they're self-aware and kind of mm. lose their, their style and look, but still funny, but just a little different. But I say that being, yeah, you're, when you start falling away from where you, where we yeah. started, like where we fell in love with the character. No, and, totally and, and it's sad because I love the second one's my favorite, which maybe I'll reveal later. But, um, the only reason I watch this, my brother got me the, the three movies on Blu-ray for Christmas, and I used to watch them and love them. And I'm like, yeah, I, as I, I hadn't in a while. I said, I'm going to watch them. And like I set my 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 three morning alarms to Daddy Wasn't There and and Dr. Evil singing Just the Two of Us and uh, <laughs> one of the other awesome power songs I completely forget. And so I'm like, fuck it, it's time to pull the trigger. Fantastic. But Dennis, uh, one thing that I, I, I completely put together last night um, – uh, Mike Myers was on a hot streak, man, uh, for for the 90s, like in 92, 93, we have Wayne's oh, World, hell yeah. 90, 97, 99, uh, Spy Shag Me, and International Man of Mystery, Shrek. And it's like, yeah, I married an ex-murderer at the, mm-hmm. towards the beginning of that. Too. And so many little things in between. It's like, and then he just, he kind of retired in, in a way. And uh, it's kind of crazy to think. But mm, he has a new Netflix show show coming out soon that kind of connects back to So I Married an Axe Murderer. So that, that should be interesting. Yeah, but um, <laughs> OK, oh, shit. Oh, that would be I, before I give my 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 uh, toast review, did did you give a number uh, a, a toast review for Tootsie? I don't recall. OK, I did. I'm it was a piece of shit. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um. No, 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 no. I'm I'm giving a solid three point five for uh, International Man of Mystery because it, oh, right. it still holds up. Go. The chuckles yeah, hold up. Yeah, oh, and, nice. and even more things pop out this time. Like flaws kind of pop out, but I'm like, it still fucking works for me, so I can't I can't hold it back. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um Yeah. Nice man. But uh you, you got a you got a good one coming up next, I think. That I do. I think I have just the exactly right answer for uh, how to how to bounce. You get the perfect, the no, uh, perfect. Uh, but you know what? <laughs> I do. Over on Netflix, I checked out a little little documentary that came out of uh, 2017 called "The Perfect Bid," or the contestant who knew too much. And I still have all of my name tags and contestant cards from all the tapings I've been to. Pretty sure it was 37 altogether. So one week I got into like watching prices rights from like 1973. The same refrigerator freezer was on four different episodes that I watched and it was $789 all four times. I'm like, well, see, there it is. There's proof. So that kind of inspired me to start tracking prices or keeping records. It's just sad that people don't know the whole story. So I appreciate being able to tell it. Without those people, I would have had to work for a living. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is the the infamous story of the episode. It, it's it's telling the backstory of the infamous episode of The Price is Right, where there was a guy who got all the way to the final showcase and gave... Exact price 
for his showcase down to the dollar, which had never been done before. And to the point to where they they even stopped the show down and like, what the fuck? Uh, We got to make sure no one's cheating. Like, who in the crew is messing this up? They were convinced someone was leaking something that it was like a hit job because they have the uh, previous producer that was fired because he'd been on for 36 years. Um, They thought the fan base was attacking them. Turns out there's just this guy who was a big fucking fan of The Price is Right. A Mr. Theodore Slauson, who had been watching the show for years since he was uh, a kid um, and just fell in love with the the concept of the games. He had got to the point to where in the 80s, he learned how to code himself a practice game of all of the games in Prices Right, and he'd play them at home so he could practice getting the prices. And the first opportunity he could get, he started going to tapings in LA and it was it became a once a year thing for him. He he went to, I think by the when he by the time he stopped going, 36 or 37 tapings of the show. Um, and every time he was hoping to be a contestant. But the thing he would start doing is yelling out prices, as you do, if those familiar with the with the show. It's a it's it's like a lot of retail products. There's a lot of these little games where you're you're essentially trying to figure out the cost of these items. And if you're familiar with the real world cost of these things, it actually helps a lot in the gameplay of the show. But there is still some chance and luck that comes comes down to it at the end of the day. But knowing these prices can get you a long way along. And that's what this guy figured out. He was he does. He was like a math teacher and he did a lot of uh, he started figuring out the math questions for statewide testing and stuff like that's what he did his day job he had some cable access show where they did like math homework help and it was some kind of cheesy i liked when they played little clips from that is is funny looking um but the guy just felt like he just got so pulled into the show um was it helped this other contestant get all the way you know that's and that's where the that's where it comes from the guy claimed uh the terry terry niece claims he and his wife did all the prep themselves. And it turns out Theodore was yelling all the answers from the audience. And that's really when it ended up happening. This guy was just really fucking good at the games. They've now reorganized how all of that happened. So you can't do that anymore. And it's funny. It's like because of this guy, they had to figure out how to redo the whole game show for the first time in 36 years. <laughs> um, all right. Now into the actual viewing of the documentary. Uh, I do really like these Gravitas films. Uh, documentaries that are pretty common on uh, Hulu, mm. um, and uh, and uh, obviously here on Netflix, which is where I watched this one. This one though was kind of weird in just the directing style, mm-hmm. the way we were we, the interviews were funky and like they kept getting all this creepy camera coverage mm-hmm. of Theodore, and it's like he's just this nice guy, and it's like why are you trying to film him like he's a fucking serial killer or he's gonna like eat someone's face or fucking because he knows touch too much. Or, I don't know. Like I don't. It's, I was just like, why do you keep filming him all creepy? He's just this nice. He's you know he's just this nice guy. Um, that was off putting to me throughout the whole thing. The the content itself was it. The story was very interesting. This could have just as easily been a podcast. Like the only thing I think uh, I really enjoyed other than uh, other than that, though, was the fact that we got to see all the footage from the various episodes where you can see him in the crowd and you see the little bits of things. Um, There was some there was some very touching interviews with Bob Barker. I thought were cool to see just the joy on his face talking about how much he loved hosting the show Um, and opening credits. He's like, oh, Drew Carey and Kevin Pollack are in this. Oh, cool. No, they're not. It's a clip of Kevin Pollack's like YouTube chat show that he had. 
<laughs> that he had Drew Carey on one episode, and that's what they're showing you. And I'm like, so they're not in it. But anyways, uh, they get to interview the uh, the producer, uh, Roger uh, Dobkowitz, who was the, um, ended up working his way up from being a PA at CBS Studios all the way to being the producer of fucking The Price is Right before getting fired by CBS. Um, which they kind of chalk up to be like changing out of the guard. Once they, once they swapped out Drew, they, it seems like that was just the next step. Anyways, so it, it, it lands weird on the palette. It, it was, it was odd. There was a few times Val and I looked at each other like, why are they doing it like this? Um, that was strange. So it, lo- it loses uh, a slice or, uh, or more for me because of that. Uh, but again, it was still interesting. Uh, like I said, I caught this over on Netflix. I'm going to give the perfect bid two and a half slices. Uh, I, I know it can sound a little harsh. The story was, the content was very interesting. It's just delivered in a weird way, but it does go by quick. It is only like an hour and 14 minutes, so you can knock the sucker out fast. If you were a fan of Price is Right, I think you'll enjoy this. It's just kind of a weird ride, I think. it's It's just got a kind of funky beats to the, to the editing and the presentation of it. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I remember. That's my take on the project. I remember watching this one a while ago, and uh, it even had, like, a weird vibe, like, almost like the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, like, Price is Right vibe to it. Like, something just seemed a little different, a little off. Yeah, and, like, the, the, um, the narrator, who's also the director, I believe, his voice, I feel like, Use, they use different kinds of recording methods or something because I feel like his voice sounded different in different parts of the movie. I don't, I don't know. It's like there were things like that that just kind of rubbed me the wrong yeah, way. Or yeah. you get these long, pregnant shots of they cut the audio out. You could see the person talking, but instead we're listening to music or something. And I'm like, why? Give us the, give us what they're saying. Like you know that. Yeah. Ugh. I just odd choices, odd choices all over the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, creatively, sure. at least. Um, yeah, but I think, uh, there, there might be some interesting choices for, for heroes of your, your next film. Not too odd. Well, or, or are I they? I mean, heroes or are they the bad guys? Hey, you get over here. Oh, I know what it is. You're afraid because I'm the big bad wolf. The villain of every story. Duh. And this is the crew, Miss Tarantula, Mr. Shark, Mr. Piranha, Mr. Snake. Everyone copy. 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 We're the bad guys. It's crime time, baby. Shark. We need a distraction. Do I get to improvise? Fine. Please be subtle. I'm having a baby! Is there a doctor or perhaps several security guards that could leave that post and help me? We're never given a chance to be anything more than criminals. But these are the cards we've been dealt, so we might as well play them. Here, let me help you. Are you okay, ma'am? Thank you, dear. You're such a good boy. Wait, what? I'm the bad guy. All good, brother? All good, yeah, yeah. You ever wonder what it'd be like if the world wasn't scared of us? Never gonna happen. Guys, we're gonna go good. Did you get hit on the head? You villains have an image problem. You need a makeover. 
so criminal. Well, there goes our street cred. Well, I'm tired of being an outcast. Maybe I don't want to be a... What? A bad guy? You're going to have to choose between your friends or the good life. They're the only friends I have ever had. You have a chance to write your own story. What have you got to lose? I don't know. My dignity? Yeah, well, that ship has already sailed. So you're a tough guy, like a really rough guy. That is an animal testing lab with helpless guinea pigs. I'll rescue them. You've never volunteered for anything. Come on, Snake, open up. Relax. These doors are complicated. Snake! Are you kidding me? We're supposed to save them, not eat them? Well, I'd say they've gone to a better place. I'm not bad, side. Well, Dennis, that's right. I watched the new DreamWorks animation film adaptation of the uh, very popular children's book series, The Bad Guys. Um, this is about a uh, kind of Ocean's Eleven style gang of uh, characters. You got yourself, um, you got yourself uh, a fox, um, a snake, a shark, a tarantula. Uh, all these like devious, the create—it's kind of like a Zootopia-style world where, where these animals are like human-like, and uh, the, these guys are the best of the best. They never got caught. They're notorious. People are even afraid to just walk on the street near them, and uh, it turns out they end up getting caught. And uh, to avoid going to jail, uh, this goody two-shoe guy. Uh, this little, I think he's a hamster is like, I, I think I can, uh, I can get them to change their ways. And, uh, if, if they become good guys, uh, maybe, maybe, uh, you got, you guys don't got to go to jail. So they agree to do it and trials and tribulations of trying to be good instead of bad. And, uh, it's, it's, <laughs> it's unique. It's interesting in, in the, uh, the, the style of animation is kind of cool. Kind of reminds me a little bit of, uh. A mixture of Into the Spider Verse and uh, and I don't know if you've ever seen it, but oh. another film I really like that I think was going to be DreamWorks but became a Netflix film, uh, the uh, Robert, what is the Robertsons versus the uh, Apocalypse? No, Mitchell Mitchell versus, versus the Machines. The machines. Yeah. I love it so much I forget the title. Nice, but no, it has this interesting like <laughs> CG look to it, but also an animated look to it, and it's not flat. It's just so unique the the style. Uh, it. It has a lot of like music in it and the kids in the theater uh, that I saw it in, they, they were loving it. And the fact that kids were in a theater at like 1030 at night on a Friday night kind of seemed weird to me, but I'm not a <laughs> fucking parent. But um, hey, ain't your yeah. job. But the the cast, uh, man, as the wolf, we get Sam Rockwell as the snake, Mark Marin, the tarantula, Aquafina, the shark, Craig <laughs> Robinson, Piranha, Anthony Ramos. Oh. The, uh, the, the, oh, awesome. the, the goody two shoe guy, uh, Professor Marmalade was, uh, Richard Ayoti, uh, the guy from the IT crowd, uh, Zazie Beats is in it, Alex Bornstein, nice. uh, just, just uh, oh. a, a fantastic lineup of, uh, actors doing voices. And even Mark Marin, like, it's like his voice is perfect, uh, for this, but he even, he even does a little, uh, slight change in his voice. So that, that was kind of fun, but, uh, definitely a fun ride, uh, 
and and uh, kind of unique. So I'd like to see another one of these films. I'm going to give the good guys. Sorry, psh, the good guys. That was a good TV show. Um, the bad guys. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give. I'm going to give three slices of toast. Uh, if you got kids, uh, I definitely would take them to see this because you're going to have a good time as an adult as well. I think. Oh, awesome! Yeah. Oh, there you so, go. Yeah. Wait a minute. I I think I got a I got another kids yeah. movie uh, up oh, next. Oh, nice! What do you got? Like. Uh, yeah. Mickey Mouse or something? Uh, yeah, because Mickey Mouse has movies. Yeah, yeah, very current films. Oh, nice. Oh no, this one's a little different. Uh, this this one takes place out out in the south. Actually. Oh, 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 it's called the Forever Purge. Oh. The annual purge will conclude in three, two, one. Thank you for your participation. We survived. All police and emergency services have been reinstated. All crime, including murder, is now illegal. Come on, let's get to work. One night only. Rest of the year is peaceful. How's that feel? It's the real purge. The forever purge! Hurry up! They're coming! Come on! Follow me! There's nowhere safe to go. No way to get help. Oh my god. We gotta find another way to get out of here. country's gonna collapse. Mexico is opening its borders for the next six hours. Let's go. We're in this together. Huh. That trailer didn't sound kid oh, wait, friendly. I'm sorry. What, what's that? How, how, my what? my notes are a little mixed up here. Sorry about oh. that. So 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 don't don't watch that with your kids. Uh, but I, I um, just paused it and, and and had my my my. You just paused the show and you watched the entire series with like, yeah. your, your little nephew. Yeah. What, what's going on here? And then well, when, when he did just had his mind open to a whole new dark. I, I'm really lost <laughs> a lot of this, but fuck. <laughs> Well, I don't know who that kid was I showed you, it to, but he's fucked hey, up now. Nick, you've been, you've been busy. <laughs> uh, so what's this one about, Dennis? I oh, asked shit. knowing I've already seen it, but I'm intrigued to get your take. Oh, see, for some reason, I just decided to say to hell with Adam's review. Let's fucking watch this. Why listen to a bad bucket. review I gave? Um, Everyone deserves to have their own take on it. I was, only, I was just like, you know what? We've, we, I've seen all of them, but 
the first purge, which I'm like, okay, this is just going down the line, right? This should be the next chronologically. And it, it more or less is. Uh, I'm not going to rattle down all the movies, but yeah, it's it's a, a night of killing. It's drug out a little a little longer. We've we've had years of oh we've done away with the purge, but then oh we voted it back. We get I do appreciate the opening sequence to this does give all of that backstory yeah. in like the opening credits. It does a good job of mm-hmm. like catching us back up. Of okay, years have passed, but the world is still like we've dipped right back into it. Obviously. It's like the swinging pendulum of just dark politics. And we are in back into this dark world. Uh, the cast, interesting, uh, as we were joking around before, Josh Lucas, uh, got Sweet Home Alabama himself oh, right yeah. there. Some Will Patton action. I always like that guy. Uh, then I start recognizing fewer and fewer people. Uh, our, our main two folks, though, they are our couple that come up from Mexico, Tino Tuerta and Ana de la Riguera. I, th- I thought they sure. were both great. Yeah, they were fantastic. They kicked a lot of ass in the movie. Um, uh, oh, Levin, uh, Levin Ramblin, Cassidy Freeman. Um, well, Levin Ramblin's the more recognizable one as what show was, what am I thinking of? She was on. It took me a minute to remember. Oh, uh, she was on um, Longmire, played his daughter. And then I guess she's also in The Righteous Gemstones, but I'm not up to date on that show quite Oh, yet. fantastic show. Um, fantastic show. That, that I've heard. It's I, I got it on the list. I gotta I gotta get to it, man. You know who's in that show, Dennis? Um, is that Will Patton? Oh uh, uh, no no no! You know who's on the Righteous Gemstone? John Goodman. Is that Danny McBride? Fantastic. Oh cast. oh yeah yeah yeah! That's right. Oh great cast. Walter Goggins. A lot of people. A lot of good people. Anyways, oh, I mean I'm Walt, Walt this. Goggins. I'm sorry, man. You're, you're you're. I'm gonna shut up now. Oh, no, you're good. No, um, and I just wanted to mention uh, another actor I'm a big fan of, uh, Gregory Zarago- uh, Zaragoza, who's um, often just like the native guy, native cop in a lot of movies and shows and stuff. He's in uh, Yellowstone. Um, uh, he's been in Last of the Mohicans. Apparently he was in Stumptown, an ABC series. Uh, re- regardless, uh, I very, very talented actor. Uh, really like this guy. Um, yeah, so I was hoping for more of the same. Kind of didn't. We kind of didn't do any fucking purgy anything for like almost half an hour. Like, holy shit. It took a long time to get to that point. And that, that alone, I'm already like, okay, it's called the forever purge because it takes forever for the purge (laughs) to fucking start is what is really what's happening. And then you see like, I mean, I swear to God, just went into this cold. I was just trying to like, all right, I'm not, I'm not going to look up anything. Let's just let it unfold in front of me. And I'm like, wow, you can see everything coming from like 10 fucking miles away. The ranch hand that's obviously just going to go off the fucking rails and come back at the family. And it's like, okay, none of this is really a surprise at all. Uh, yeah, that was a turd bucket. Oh, my God. I had, there was some kind of like I, I gave a few whoa to a few like intense kills or whatever, but even sure. then, it was nowhere near as intense as like the last three four movies they've already made. And it's like you'd think you just keep ramping it up. This the CG looked awful. You'd get these wide shots, these wide panoramic shots of just chaos in the distance and fireballs and all that. Like, and it, all of it looked horrible. I mean, I think that that last shitty uh, Texas Chainsaw that I watched, 
the the post effects looked better in that, even though there wasn't nearly as much. And this thing should have had Forever Part should have had way more money in it. I don't. I'm just. I'm over <laughs> that one. That was that was tough to finish. Um, but ugh, yeah, just like all right, my review, it's done. Uh, let's, let's see. I watched this. This was over on HBO Max. It just recently became available uh, in the last couple of weeks. Uh, the Forever Purge. I'm giving one and a half slices. Yikes. Go fucking yeah. rewatch the first one. Man. Yeah. No, if you if you liked the first one, like just rewatch it. I, I, it's, it's funny. Like a month or two ago, I did rewatch it, and that one holds up still. And I feel like the other ones are kind of oh, fun. Yeah. But I, can, can we? T- one thing I don't know if I touched based on in my review when 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 I talked about this um, was the fact that it had an interesting concept. It was like. Oh, the day after the purge, people are still purging because they fucking want to. Yeah, what if we just don't stop? Yeah, well, I yeah. want to see that movie, but like, how do you actually? But, right? but then it becomes more of like a uh, kind of like a um, uh, a thing about immigration. And it's like, okay, I mean, that's a different it's, movie you know what's altogether, funny? right? And then it's like it started to strike me as it kind of reminded me of the hunt in that mm. is this the far right's interpretation of what it thinks the far left wants to see happening to the far right. You know, it's like, it's going, it's going through so many lenses Mm. that by the time it's fucking craps out the end, it's this like bastardized fucking comic book. Like it's just a caricature of everyone's opinion instead of actually exploring the concept of, how we could be damaging ourselves as a nation and like how, how we continue to harm ourselves mm-hmm. within our own borders rather than put it, throwing up all these arms and making such a big fucking hoot and holler about all though that specific immigration topic, but m- more about we are, we can be our own monsters at times and it's just like so shallow yep. and it, all oh, they could have made it more interesting, could have made it deeper they could have aimed for it, but it's like now you're trying to touch on too many things. You're trying to interpret too many different groups' mm-hmm. opinions and put them in the same movie. They don't sit next to each other. No. You know, it's like it just doesn't work like this. Yeah, it's funny that you didn't listen to my review of it because, like you said, different people, different views. I did the same thing. A buddy of mine saw it and he told me how terrible it was. I'm like, yeah, but I like terrible things. I'm like, oof, I didn't like that. One. Did, yeah, no, I'm not like. I was just like, I mean, sure, he said it's bad, but maybe I'll let. Yeah. Oh, no, oh dear God, no! It's just a bad. It's just, it's just not well executed. When it, at the end of the day, there's just mm. better versions of this kind of thing. I think this is not it. Yeah, it's kind of an unbearable weight, if you ask me. But what do I know? Oh, can't stand to carry that Ugh. around. Well, Dennis, let, let me jump into another review. Maybe, maybe cleanse our palate a little bit here. I got the. Uh, the new movie starring Nicolas Cage as Nick Cage in The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. What's the worry here, Nick? You've lost some of your talent as an actor? No. <laughs> what did he say? He says he loves you, but he went in a different direction. I'm done. I'm quitting acting. Tell the trades it was a tremendous honor to be a part of storytelling and myth making ah fuck man i'm driving through the hills i'm sorry one more time 
got another offer. It's a million bucks. It's to attend a wealthy gentleman's birthday party. I would never do that. It's the easiest gig ever. You play yourself. What do we know about this guy anyway? Is he into something strange? It's not like he's gonna want you to suck his dick or fuck his wife or watch you watch him fuck his wife. I wouldn't think so. Welcome to Mallorca, Mr. Cage. The guy that owns this house, what's his name? Javi. Is Javi gonna want me to, uh... I am Javi. Nick Cage. God, this place is stunning. What is your favorite movie? That's one of those questions that's impossible to answer. You can't just limit it to one. Imagine me and you, I do. Is it too much? Okay. Is this supposed to be me? It's grotesque. I'll give you 20,000 for it. I think that's the actor Nick Cage. Nick Cage? I love you. Have you seen Croods 2? I'm 44 years old. Why the fuck would I see Croods 2? I've seen Face Off and Con Air. What do you guys want? We're with Central Intelligence. Do you know who you're spending time with? One of the most ruthless men on the face of this planet. I need you to help the U.S. government. Let's kill this love. Find a way into that room, Nick. See myself doing more of this stuff. I think I might have a real gift for it. Good, because we got another mission for you. No, 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 no. Your friend is working for the U.S. government. Don't lie to me. Are those my golden guns? They're my golden guns. I don't want to kill you. You're the last person I want to kill. I love you. I love you. I'm Nick fucking. Yes, this this is uh, about kind of a fictitious version of Nicolas Cage himself. Uh, he uh, decides to take a uh, super fan's uh, big payday to come uh, come to his birthday party. And uh, while that happens, uh, the CIA intersects because this guy is kind of the head of a big crime organization. This crime organization just kind of kidnaps someone very important uh, to someone who is uh, running for office in this uh, country that he's going to. But Nick Cage kind of bonds with this guy. And it's, it's he kind of has a good time. And the two of them decide, let's write a movie together. But Nick Cage is also kind of going undercover here. And it's kind of like uh, a more, I guess you could say, uh, a meta version of uh, the uh, Seth Rogen uh, film, um, uh, The Interview. But, of course, this is Nick Cage. Okay. Um, and it, it's cool. It's interesting. Um a little on the nose at some points, but I mean, the cast is, is solid. You got Nicolas Cage, Pedro Pascal, Tiffany Haddish, Sharon Hogan, Neil Patrick Harris, and uh, a bunch of random people here and there. And it's like Ike Barinholtz. It's just, uh, and, and you kind of get moments. They, they've lived moments of some of his famous movies. You get to see props from some of his movies. And you just get to see <laughs> Nick Cage kind of having fun and, 
being himself, I guess. But I feel like at some points it's like kind of a gaudy version. It's like it kind of kills me. I think when you were reviewing or maybe we just talked about the the history of swear words, it's like when Nick Cage is in on the joke, it kind of takes a little bit of that mystique away. But in this case, it, it works, of course. Uh, OK, yeah, OK. Yeah. Um, it wasn't as great as I wanted it to be. No, but I mean, that's all right. Uh, so I'm going to give this uh, this film the unbearable weight of massive talent. Uh, two and a half slices of toast right down the middle, I think. Yeah. OK, so it's it's still fun if you're a Nick, Nick Cage oh, fan yeah. and you just kind of want to get in on the spoof a little yeah. bit. All and right. I will say a lot of audible laughs in the audience. So that's always a good sign. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Well, dude, I think uh, for my next review, I'm take things back over to Netflix. Uh, something fairly recent. It's, it's, I think we're a few weeks out. I think it's, well, have just hit maybe a month out by the time this episode airs. Um, I'm talking about Metal Lords. I'm Kevin. Emily. <laughs> Do you like heavy metal at all? They do it. They suck. There's three chords and I still can't get it right. Um, I guess we'll be seeing you at the Battle of Bands then. This is huge for us. This is our moment. No doubt. No doubt. It's nothing personal, Emily. It's just you're not consistent with the image we're trying to project. <laughs> and I say no Yoko's. That was inappropriate. I completely agree. I'm talking about you. If you're gonna be all girls with cellos, this isn't gonna work. You need me a lot more than I need you. You're supposed to be his best friend. Metal is power. Metal is speed. Metal is the key to everything. Take off the costume, Krusty the Clown. <laughs> can't say that in america oh, that's metal. yeah oh so this is uh the totally just like one of those kind of moments in school i just you fantasize about being in the band or whatever i i know i had i had times like that um this is telling the story of kevin and hunter played by adrian greensmith and jaden martell which jaden in the of it fame as we just talked about a little bit earlier um, also featuring Isis Hainsworth, Brett Gelman, Joe Baganello, as ass. well as some fun uh, cameos of real metal lords, Tom Morello, Rob Halford, Scott Ian, Kirk Hammett. Um, it's so we're, we're these we've got these two guys in high school. We kind of jump in. It's the story is kind of already off running. We're at our first band practice already. Um, we, we can tell they're kind of the, the misfits at school, but uh we got Hunter is just super into metal. It's the, it's it's been his thing ever since his mom left him and his dad uh, when he was really young. Uh, this has been his refuge. 
his dad, played by Brett Gelman, is a plastic surgeon, oh, Dr. Sylvester. Brett. He's kind of a douchebag, but he's hilarious. Yeah, no, he's... <laughs> and crazy he's got, some, he's got some good lines in there. Oh, yeah. No, he owns it very, very well in this one. Um, we're, we're learning, you know, we're... Uh, Kevin's still kind of trying to learn what metal is, and he's just kind of like... More or less, it's kind of like a way to hang out with his buddy, and he, he plays... Uh, the drum and marching band. He doesn't like play a full drum kit. So he's still kind of like getting used to this, this, this world here. Well, they go to a, they go to a party, they drink a little bit. Kevin's getting fucked up. And then Hunter gets in a fight and he gets his ass kicked. He gets fucked up. Uh, he gets thrown in. There's this shitty band playing in the house party and he gets thrown in their keyboard and cracks their keyboard. And uh, they're actually really nice. They're like, Hey, UK bro. It's like, no man, you guys fucking suck. And he just gets in their face and just like shit on their music for no reason. It's just like, we're going to beat you at Battle of the Bands. He just decides right there. We're going to get into this Battle of the Bands. We're going to make our own band called Skullfucker. And we're going to beat you guys. Yeah, that is and metal, we're going to write the most kick-ass thing. And it's like, all right, shit. So they they just they jump right into it. He steals his dad's credit card. They buy a, this sick-ass drum kit. And we're, we're building up to it. Uh, the, the problem is we don't have a bassist. So there's this girl, also a marching band, who's just, she, she needs medication to keep her calm, but when she doesn't take it, she flips out, and at one point she takes her <laughs> fucking, I think it's her elbow, and throws it at the band teacher and tells him to fuck off and calls him a cunt to his face. Damn. She's like, that's metal as fuck. So they try to get her in the band. Uh, we're going through, it's our it's first loves, uh, first betrayals, where we're going through a lot of these life moments that are kind of these these memories that you know they're they're going to look back on and all leading up to this battle of the bands with some there's a couple turns in there i wasn't quite expecting uh the only thing is although we have these really cool highlight moments we get really badass coverage when they're performing um they're the the comedy scenes are really funny when we have our little comedic moments and the touching the scenes that are supposed to be kind of touching are but there's like these weird gaps where it kind of doesn't have much between and i feel like we spend a little too much time in this moments between, so to speak. And I kind of like flounders a little bit. It's only an hour, 40 minutes ish. Um, but it kind of, it's like, Oh, this seems, I, I was feeling weird as we're watching it. Cause it kind of feels like we're pulling the punches. Like we thought we were writing a movie for TV. And then all of a sudden we remembered, Oh yeah, that's right. This is going to Netflix. Let's drop a few fucks in there. Um, and the whole movie feels like that. So it's kind of odd. The, the way I tried to explain <laughs> tried to explain it to Val, it's almost like they made a Nickelodeon made-for-TV movie and then wrote it to be rated R huh. after they already, like, wrote the movie. So they went back and jammed in all these things. And it's just, there's a few moments that are just kind of like, oh, this seems very... At one point, there's a whole pack of... There's, I like, let me, let me prefix this by saying, by the way, all of the other students in the high school look like they're fucking 30 years old. That's what's hilarious. All the background is just like, obviously. You didn't even try. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, it's just cheaper this way. I get it. Uh, until you get to this other house party scene where you have this supposed, it's suggested this is a group of teenagers run naked across the screen as they're jumping out of the pool and go streaking through the backyard of this house. And I'm like, oh, okay. This is wildly unnecessary. It has nothing to do with the scene where it, like, Nothing to do with what's going on, really. Um, and yeah, there's just a lot of things like that in there. Um, anyways, yeah, it's like, it was not bad, but it was just kind of like, uh, I think it could have been a little tighter. I feel like we could have 
the direction could have been a little more succinct because it's really tight in some scenes and in other scenes we just kind of feel like we're we're wandering off to the side a little bit uh, so i'm gonna give metal lords over on netflix two and a half slices it's it's still a, it's still a good watch it's not it didn't blow my socks off uh it helps a lot if you enjoy this genre of music there are a lot of little subtle things that are like the, the music, obviously, is just going to be metal, but it's very recognizable pieces. I, I mean, I knew almost every song in the movie. That was really fun for me personally, but I could see how that could be like a detractor for some. If you're looking for like an angsty teen uh, dramedy kind of thing, that's not this. It tries to do that a little bit, but it's much more about the music and some coming of age elements. Huh. Uh, that's, oh man, that's, 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 uh, I, I, I mean, two and a half, good, good, good amount. But some of the stuff you said, it's like, dang, I was really looking forward to it with the, the writers of fucking Harold and Kumar and the producers of Game of Thrones and the, the right. I, yeah. And, but I see, I see the names DB Weiss go by. I see, you know, I like, I'm just like, oh my God, look at all these are all really incredible creative talents. And I'm like, huh. I feel like this might have just been more of a fun, hmm. passiony project sort hey, of nothing thing. Nothing wrong with that. There's definitely some scenes. No, but it's like there's definitely some things that felt like they were sprinkled in for their own benefit, hmm. for them to have fun. Because I didn't really get it. Yeah. And I think this was made for me, but I'm confused because it really doesn't feel like it is. See, that, by the time I'm done watching, and it's weird because, like you said, when I when I watched the trailer, it looked more like, oh, you got these few friends, they're in a band, and then a girl splits them up, and it it, it it's that movie. But it doesn't sound like it's that movie from what you're. It, it is a little bit that, but they do it. They they kind of change it up a little bit. Oh, okay. Um. And it's yeah, like I was saying, it's like they they tried to punch up. Um. Oh shoot. I was yeah. There was shoot. There's something wrong with that. I was gonna say. No, I just I lost it. Um, it's uh, I will the the song that they're working on for the for the Battle of Bands kicks ass. Nice. That was that was awesome. There there is that buildup of like you never get to really hear the song. You just hear working on pieces of it. Hmm. So when they finally get to perform it, it's like okay, they did write they did write an, a cool original piece for this and it's legit. Um, there's yeah, and it's it genuinely looks like he's playing the drums man it's like that all of that coverage of that stuff really feels authentic it's just the awkward like i'm in the moment i'm in the moment boom we hit you with like a joke that just totally took me out of the scene i'm like you just killed your momentum by doing that but whatever i guess i guess it's this oh you know oh, this is what i okay by the time i was done watching the movie i realized i think this movie's actually made for like the eighth, ninth grader who's really into metal or really getting it, you know, really starting to learn this kind of stuff. Really the person who's at this age, but they made it rated R because let's be honest, these kids are listening to fucking Slayer and crazy shit, Lamb of God, already intense, crazy shit. So a few, so saying the word fuck a few times really isn't a big deal, well, but they got to make it R rated. Plus, Dennis, you make an R-rated movie. Those kids in eight, nine, ninth grade are going to want to see it even more. They want to watch PG-13. it. Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. No, as soon as you see her, it's like PG, PG-13. Be like, fuck that. I'm not going to watch that piece of shit. Yeah. And then, uh, no, you, you hear it's a, it's got all this kick-ass metal music, and it's rated R, and he's, okay. all that stuff. 
it's yeah. question for you. Well, a movie like I could say, I, I want to say uh, it's probably PG-13 or even PG that I really loved. This similar-ish uh, plot, but a little different. Um, uh, How does it compare to uh, our, our favorite uh, Dunder Mifflin character, Dwight Schrute in The Rocker? Is it oh, uh, more or less, or are you not too... Actually, I'm not not uh, too keen on the rocker. I was gonna. Uh, my other frame of reference for it was gonna be uh, Detroit Rock City, which is okay. still kind of, although it's heavily music influenced, the the familiarity with the music is going to help a lot. And uh, but it is more about teenagers at this age, fair enough, trying to get to their, you know, trying to hit the destination, trying to whether it's winning the winning battle of the bands or whether it's getting to the Kiss concert. I kind of mm. you even have a, there is there, there's even a breakout scene in both films. Huh. So it's like there are there are a few similarities. But, so that's the first to me. That's the first one I thought of. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, now I should probably watch the rocket, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you don't like it, you don't like it. I get it. It's all good. I did. I don't know why, but it, it has a special place. In my I would life. recommend you watch this one, though. I know well, I only give two half slices, oh, but it's I, like it is very interesting. Very I'm going to watch it without a doubt. I, I will watch it. Oh, nice. Nice. Um, but good. I'm going to I'm going to stay in a very metal lane myself, Dennis. I uh, got the new uh, <laughs> um, fucking Robert Eggers movie. Uh, he's the cat that did The Witch and The Lighthouse. So very stylish. Uh, oh, 24 yeah. style movies. This one, of course, is called The Northman. He's here. He's here. Mother! Mother is here! The king, my lady. The king. Your fate is set and you cannot escape it. How oh, I've missed you, my son. One day this kingdom will be yours. Thank you, Father, my king. Father! Remember, for whom you shed your last teardrop. I can feel now.
I'm not. I'm not that's a giant. Metal as fuck. Oh yeah, I'm not a giant fucking uh, Viking fan. So I was like, uh, I don't really care. How about, about tiny Vikings? Movie. Just little pockets. Oh no, ones. no, yeah, yeah. Like uh, the Gorgonites. I love those guys. They were Vikings, right? Over in uh, <laughs> Toy Soldiers. You bet, I love them. But they were creatures. Um, Small soldiers. Yeah. Did I say little soldiers? Toy soldiers is oh, uh, that's uh, what's his name? Uh, Rudy. Is that Robin William? Uh, uh, no, uh, where they're in the they're in the Swan it's, Lake. It's like a red Red Dawn, or no, it's not Red Dawn, but they're uh, they're at a boys like boarding school that gets like oh yeah, taken yeah, over yeah, by yeah, terrorists. Yeah, I, I think that's that's toys, I mean, that I believe is titled. I mean, that movie's pretty badass <laughs> too, so I'm not gonna lie. Uh, anywho, any <laughs> sorry, sorry, no, no, no. Off I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, no, I had no interest in this movie, but, you know, I saw it in a lineup of those last three movies. So I'm like, fuck it. Let's do it. I'll check it out. <sighs> because I didn't like The Witch, but I did like The Lighthouse, but they all were kind of drawn out and long and blah, 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 blah. But I'm like, I'll do mm-hmm. it. I'll, I'll take one for the toasties. I'll let them know what I think. So um, it's it's about we start off. Uh, the King has returned home. He's uh, played by a uh, good old Moon Knight's buddy here, Ethan Hawke, and uh, the Purge uh, also star Ethan Hawke. Um, Look at that. And uh, he's beloved, and uh, but he's more about like war and whatnot. He doesn't care about his his wife as much, and he's like, yeah, my my son will uh, be the heir to the throne, and when I die, if if anybody kills me, he'll avenge me. And him and his son have like this bonding moment where they do like. It essentially seems like ayahuasca together and whatnot. And this kid's oh, about shit. nine or ten, can't be more than twelve years old. And uh, after that happens, the one day him and his dad are out uh, in 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 the middle of the woods, and an arrow comes out of nowhere, strikes his dad, and his dad tells him to run. And uh, then a bunch of people show up and fucking kill the king. And the main leader doing this is his brother. Um, and then shit. after that. Uh, the boy is running away, and the, the 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 uncle sends someone out to get him, and the boy fucking attacks the guy. I think he fucking takes the guy's nose off and runs away. He fucking, Shit. and then of course that guy is like, "Yeah, the kid fucked up my nose, but I killed him. We're good." And and so the kid flees. He uh, he gets in like a uh, a boat and and runs away. And uh, but before that, he sees like his uncle going and like kidnapping his mother and forcing his mother to marry her and she's crying and the boy like you just see him rowing his boat out he's, he's saying like a mantra of like i'll revenge my dad i'll save my mom and all this stuff and uh before his dad died he gave him this like necklace and like then we we cut to he's now a full-grown man played by a uh, one of those sas guards uh alexander skarsgård um and like he's just like this brutal fucking guy in this clan. They're going around fucking ravaging and whatnot. And uh, after a while, he's like, he he feels like he's ready to uh, go and avenge his dad's death. So he kind of pretends to well, he pretends to be a slave. He embroiders himself as a slave uh, from this the, these uh, people who come to rape and pillage uh, a town and who happen to work for his uncle. So. He goes, he he quickly rises up the ranks of like slavery. He meets a girl played by Anna Taylor Joy uh, and uh, he kind of falls in love with her and she's kind of doing a similar type of situation here. And the two hatch a plan to uh, when the time's right, 
they're they, they're gonna they're gonna get their revenge. But the, what what this kid does that's kind of cool. Like Katie is a full grown fucking man. Uh, he, <laughs> he, he like I said, he rises up the rank. Nobody knows him. He sees his mother. They have like a new son. His his uncle had a son beforehand. He sees uh, how how shitty his mother's life is, and he's like, I'll go, I'll I'll, I'll help. He says that mantra again, and. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm talking you through this whole movie here, but pretty much uh, he, uh, he 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 becomes like almost the right hand man to his uncle, who doesn't know who he is, of course. And uh, oh, then shit. He, okay. sl- he slowly, over a course of a couple of nights, starts killing off people close to his uncle, and slowly gets revenge. And uh, you know, this movie, I I was riveted, man. It, it was a late showing, the latest showing. Nice. I did a big long shift, and I was on the edge of my seat. And the ending oh, is brutal. Ass. The whole movie is just fucking epic, dude. I definitely, uh, I think this this should be seen by a lot of people. And uh, it didn't drag to me. It really just kept going and going. Um, nice. I'm gonna I'm nice. gonna give the Northman uh, three and a half slices of toast. I don't know what's holding me back from that half slice, but I don't want to just nearly. Oh man. Up. I mean, I yeah. knew I was pumped for this one, but fuck, man, you just got me way more hyped oh. for it. That's for sure. And the I, action, I'm excited. The action is top notch, <laughs> and oh, well, acting is great. And whew, there's twists and turns in this movie that make you fucking go, "What?" But I, I don't want to get into that oh, here man. and now. Oh, that's a, I, that I, sounds I, badass. Yeah, dude. if you get a chance, I suggest you, you check it out for sure when 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 the time's right. Nice. Oh, I, did. I definitely will. And hopefully in the theater, too. That sounds like it'd be something no, epic. Dude, it'd be you got to get that big screen action and the sound. And if if I stand corrected, I think it has an interesting aspect ratio. I could be wrong. I, I don't want to say that. Oh, on, OK. On, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I could. I totally could be wrong. But um, yeah, no, it's it's worth seeing. And oh, I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna not gonna say anymore. I feel like I've already spoiled a lot of the film by just saying what I've said. But <laughs> I don't know. So that's that's oh, man, my review. Yeah, nice. And I I think that's that about does it for for the episode there, dude. That's a good stack of toast there. Shit. Hell yeah, and a, a broad variety of things too. I was mm. like, no, oh, this is kind of something a for funny everyone. list of things. <laughs> Pretty much, the young, yeah. the old, the elderly, everyone, man. Oh, uh, yeah, the, the the action lovers, the the comedy fans. You got the you got a family flick in there. Yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So hey, hopefully you found something uh, worthwhile checking out. Or hey, guess what? If you disagree with us on these reviews, get at us, man. Over at movie underscore toast on Instagram, Reddit, Discord, Twitter, on one of our Facebook pages, uh, or movie toast news and reviews on Facebook. We got two over there. Just let us know what, what you agree with, what you disagree with. We want to hear from you. And maybe we'll talk about Absolutely. it on, on Mike. Yeah. Absolutely. And then if, as we mentioned earlier in the episode, if you got a short film that you just dying to get in, uh, in front of some more eyeballs, Movie Toast the Festival is happening again this, mm. is, uh, this December, the second yeah. time around, folks. I am super pumped. I know you are too, Adam. Well, we got we already got a good stack of stuff. Yeah, but uh, we don't have yours. At least not mm-hmm. yet. So, well, maybe uh, you might have sent us yours. That's true. You might sorry, have. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but regardless, it happened on filmfreeway.com. Yeah, search a movie toast the festival. That's right. All you got to do is look us up. You will find us there. Um, we've got a lot of great shorts. And remember, please, it is a short film festival. I just feel bad. You wasting your hard-earned uh, dollars uh, mm-hmm. submitting your 
your feature epic when I'm sorry, it just it ain't it ain't gonna make it. It ain't what we're about in this one. Maybe, yeah. maybe down the road someday we'll we'll try to do a, something else. But yeah, for for now it is just the shorts. Please please send them on in. Look forward to seeing them. Yes, and, yes, uh, for sure. And uh, also, um, uh, our our, uh, our good buddies. Uh, where the fuck are they? Uh, I want to say. Well, I, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna butcher it here, so I'm not gonna say it. But there's a, a new movie coming out tomorrow, Dennis, called uh, "Escape the Field." Uh, I'm gonna be reviewing that next week. Uh, it's about Ooh, some uh, oh, nine yeah. people that wake up in a corn maze and. Uh, they, they all have a specific item in there, and then there's something kind of killing them off as they're trying to escape this maze. Ooh, we, we have creepy. a screener for it, but unfortunately wasn't able to watch it yet, but uh, it looks pretty solid. So uh, check that out if, if you get a chance this uh, weekend or whenever. Uh, we're going to be, I'm going to be talking about it next week. Uh, and, uh, oh, death, as we talked a lot earlier, Multiverse of Madness comes out tomorrow, so I, yes. I hope we'll be talking about that. Uh, and and it's gonna be uh, two weeks until our next episode, unfortunately. But I feel like uh, it could be a good thing. Give you some time to watch some of these flicks. Yeah, catch up on the stuff, and again, you can bring it. Bring us titles to check out for the next episode. If yeah. you think there's something we missed in the last month or two that's just got to be seen and reviewed over here. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you if you're done with all that, though. Yeah, you happy? You satisfied? Well, well, maybe if they're not satisfied and they want to tell us they're not satisfied, or yeah, maybe they are. I'm sorry, I cut you off. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm a little. Uh, no, you go for it. <laughs> I was uh, a <laughs> oh, no. Adam's gonna hit you. Adam's gonna ask you for some reviews. I was gonna, I was gonna hit you with the button, but 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 let him know, Adam. Where <laughs> where do you go to to re- review our review? Review how terrible this review right here is as as reviewing ourselves, um, asking for a review. Uh, but hey, please head over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you subscribe and leave us a review. Tell us what works, what doesn't work. We want to hear from you. We, we'd love to hear from you, please. Uh, but Dennis, they don't want to give us their time, their money, their effort. They can do something else, I bet. I don't know. I, no. I want to say they can you fuck off, what? but no, they're a loyal listener, so I would never oh, say that. God. Oh, if you've made it this far, all I can ask is you please stay toasty.